0: Oh my gosh i am so flexible i'm come from a level one trauma i've seen everything i've seen micu neuro trauma surgical patients i've done crt bedside procedures i've dealt with surgeons i've dealt with residents i know more than i gave myself credit for i think that's when i like stepped into my power of like holy shit i can do this if if that person can do it and they only have like you know a year of experience then what's stopping me
1: Hey guys. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Selfie Show.
2: We are bringing you the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co host of The Selfie Show. I'm a nurse, blogger, and podcaster.
1: I am Sam. I'm a flight nurse, college professor, podcaster, powerlifter, and co host of The Selfie Show. And today we are off the clock having a little fun with our girl Natalie,
2: mm-hmm. ICU nurse. Travel nurse, she's on IG, she's on TikTok, she's doing all the things. Living in
1: the LA dream, and she's the keto queen. We love
2: her. Yeah, you have started following her Honestly, before I, I did. I followed
1: her way before, like, nursing stuff. Like, yeah. we followed each other back in the day from, like, keto, and then it just happened that we were, like, nurses.
2: Yeah, and so we waited until we could get her in studio, so we had a really fun, fun we were episode with her. <laughs> We were drinking, drinks. we were popping bottles, it was fun. So um, before we get into it, okay, tip breaker of the week, Missy, what is your tip of the week?
1: Mine is don't get complacent. Mm. If you start to feel yourself feeling a little grumpy, (laughs) like me.
2: (laughs) On brand. On brand.
1: And you just, you know when it's time for a change. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've hit that point in my career before where I was like, I need a change, and then I did. I changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> I like.
2: You changed everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything.
1: Started. Went to transport. Started teaching full time, and I'm kind of just hitting that place again where I'm just my schedule. I'm so tired of being tired. Yeah. I'm always grumpy. I'm always tired, and I don't know. I don't know what exactly the move is for me, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to make them. Yeah. So I just did a little resume overhaul, mm-hmm. resume Rx. We love that. Love that for us. Yes. Um, you've used it.
2: Mm-hmm. So I,
1: I don't know. I just, I like to keep my options open. And I have, I got 10 years under my belt. I've taught, I have ICU, I have NICU, I have transfer. I've got a little bit of everything. I got a master's in leadership. I don't know what's right for me, but I just, I like to.
2: Well, I feel like when you start putting the energy out there. Yeah. And, you know... I'm big
1: into manifesting. So I... I just know that I work too hard for sure. And I'm too tired all the time. So something's something's got to give. So I'm just saying create your own way. Don't just sit around and be grumpy, be burnout, be overworked. If you know it's time to start moving on, looking for something new, put it out there.
2: We're doing some proactive uh proactive things here. I love this for you. I y'all. mean, and
1: I feel like we preach a lot of resources to you guys, so I'm just like, all right, I tell you guys like
2: For sure. Okay.
1: Yeah here's resume Rx or uh, incredible health mm-hmm. and all these resources to kind of help you change things up and make moves in your career. And I'm like, all right, practice what you preach, girl. <laughs> so I don't know.
2: Let's go. Know what's,
1: what's the sometimes move? Sometimes it's really hard to I know do that though. It's time to make a move.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to do sometimes though, when you like have to look inward on it, you know, yeah. it's hard to do. I
1: don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready for a little shakeup. I feel like 2020 and 2021 were these weird, long you've had
2: a really long rough year yeah just,
1: I need a little little revamp
2: yeah I need a a little,
1: yeah spice mm. it up feel a little boost I need a little boosty boost So. <laughs>
2: I love that for you
1: but no one if you're feeling that way no one's gonna just give it to you you got to give it to yourself so. yeah
2: yeah I love that
1: make shit happen
2: okay okay we're getting off our ass we're doing yeah. all the things yeah. I love that for us. Um, okay, so this last week, I have a quick update for you guys because you know Sam's been putting me on blast here. Sam did purchase me a pair of Crocs.
1: Not just any Crocs. Not
2: just any Crocs. Fuzzy
1: Crocs. They <laughs> they are fuzzy. Do they not feel good? Are they warm?
2: Ugh, okay, are I will they give warm? them. They are warm. Okay, That's they all. are warm. All right. And she came over the other day and the tags were still on. Jacobs were off though. Well, no, okay, not only that, you didn't buy me just Crocs, you bought family Crocs. Family, yeah,
1: we all three have matching.
2: It's White, insane. fuzzy Crocs. And I'm like
1: it's for the season. It's getting cold.
2: <sighs> the amount of comments and DMs and things I get about Crocs now is hysterical. The amount it's just it's um bombarded. I, I love it. I still love fighting
1: it. it. Why are you still fighting it? Is really the question.
2: They're just not my thing, you know. I don't know I just I'm it's you wear
1: fucking ugly dance goes I love them they're so ugly I love how do you have the audacity to have a fashion problem with crocs and you first of all crocs crocs
2: are like I don't know to me the whole plastic weird material that they are you um my crocs are leather goes. huh no, leather you
1: have like ugly shiny like those ones
2: that oh, are I like I love them they're so like just the thing. I don't know. I love a slip-on. I love how they feel. I've been wearing them. That's all I've ever worn. I've never. I know you never did.
1: I think they're hideous.
2: <laughs> I also wear them to the barn, so they get dual purpose.
1: <laughs> or you could just wear Crocs and actually look cool.
2: Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm not I'm not jumping on a bandwagon. Thank you. It's not a
1: bandwagon. It's just you know, how do people get out west? It wasn't a bandwagon to get to the California gold rush. It was just people saw a better life and a better opportunity, <laughs> and they went for it.
2: It's apples and oranges, okay? You're, you're
1: the only one holding yourself back.
2: I, uh, guess, I don't know. So. No. Okay, um, so my rec of the week. I'm going to do a shameless plug because I actually haven't talked about it over here on, um, over on the podcast. Okay, so about a year ago, I got um, a jewelry company reached out to me, um, owned by two women, Who started a fine jewelry company, and the purpose being not only to create jewelry, but also to give back. And so they actually, um, I had purchased a necklace from them. And long story short, fast forward, we ended up doing a little collab. So I did a little collab with Elliot Young Jewelry. And, you know, when we were talking about the pieces that I wanted to incorporate, I really wanted to do something that was timeless. I personally, I know Sam's not as, you're not as much into the jewelry, but I love. I love jewelry. I've always been a jewelry girl, but I'm at the point in my life where I don't want, I can't wear certain faux pieces because they literally make me break out. Like, I can't wear. Oh, I am allergic to like metal. everything, right? Every kind of metal that there yeah. is. So, um, these pieces that we put together, they're all gold pieces because I love gold. Um, so, I have, there's four pieces in the collection one is the Hamsa and Evil Eye, which are protective signs. Oh, whoa. Thank you we're backing off, which are protective signs. Um, And it's believed to bring the owner luck and health and peace and good fortune. And then um, also I have a beaded necklace, which in my head, I wanted more like strength, wisdom, power and energy. And so there's just a lot of meaning behind the collection. They are fine jewelry pieces. I do have a code for you guys. If you're interested, you can use NurseTory twenty five. If you're interested in checking them out, you get twenty five percent off, and five percent of all of the proceeds will go to Brave Beginnings, which is the NICU, um, the nonprofit NICU that we love to donate to. So, um, if you're interested, I do have it linked over in my bio on IG. If you guys want to, or you can head to Elliot Young Jewelry. And um, it's It's honestly such
1: gorgeous jewelry. I'm not like a huge jewelry person, but when I do wear jewelry, I like very dainty Dainty. little pieces. Like I only ever wear that one necklace that you actually bought me last year after my stepdad passed away. That's Mm -hmm. like a little. Yeah, it's like little circle. Little connecting circles. Mm -hmm. And I like that because it's so simple and dainty. So I actually checked out your collection I was like oh this is rad they're just
2: very simple pieces and the other thing too is what I love about them is I literally never take them off because I'm so I'm I'm a once yep, I put it
1: on I'm not taking, I'm not off taking it off breaks.
2: I, I'm not so, taking yeah, exactly <laughs> I'm like I'm wearing it to the hospital I'm wearing it to the barn mm-hmm. I am in the shower with these they keep their shine because they are real gold which I feel like you know, there's a lot of, obviously, faux jewelry out there where you can buy it on a lower price. But these, this one I, I love because it will last. And it's for a good cause. So if you're interested, if you're in the market, if you have a mom, an aunt, if you're looking to spruce up a little jewelry, that is my tip of the week. Shameless plug. Well, it is tis the season of gift giving. Yes, it is. It's fabulous. Okay, so what is your unpopular opinion
1: this week, know, just Samantha? i so spicy lately, but here's my unpopular opinion. Spending all this money on expensive skincare mm. is bullshit. I'm so over <laughs> it. It doesn't work. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're like, definitely not wrong. I, I am down to spend money on treatments.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, if you add up the money you spend on all these fucking serums and potions mm-hmm. and expensive stuff you could have just at that point probably gotten a laser treatment Okay, yeah. and gotten way more bang for your buck, totally. the lasting results where it actually resurfaces your skin. But I think all this topical and even like people are like, use medical grade. The shit doesn't work. I got a fucking zit in my eyebrow right now. Like a pimple that I can't pop. Both of our
2: skin is breaking it's out so in my bad eyebrow. right now.
1: All of a sudden, while we're podcasting, I felt my cheek and I have a big pimple on yeah. my cheek now. My chin always looks... Like an absolute disaster zone. And it doesn't matter. I'll buy expensive shit. I'll buy cheap shit. My skin stays the same. So why the (laughs) fuck am I wasting all this money on this expensive shit? I'd rather start investing in more things like lasers or like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, it's funny because I always feel like people, you know me, I always love a facial like diamond facial. That's usually what I go for. I love spending money on services. Like that's my most favorite thing. Like once a month, I feel like a good facial where it literally just heals off that top layer of skin, I'm here for that. Because I feel like that's way more effective, to be honest, long term. Yeah, I just feel like we waste so well, much Well, and this is also money. why I loved when we brought on Dr. Dustin Portola. Yes. If you guys haven't listened, that episode is probably one of my most favorite ones. It's episode number 82. Um, so he's the big, he's the 208 skin skin talk over on TikTok and I loved his take on it because he's such a fan of things like Sarah V and I love all these TikTok dermatologists who are talking about this like yeah about you know kind of myth busting on like what's worth your money and what's not worth your money obviously skin for Sam and I now is a big priority like 30- I've tried so hard
1: in the last year to buy certain products and I still think the one thing that's done the best for my skin is the Trentinoin, which is, like, the prescription-grade retinol. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. All this other shit where I'm, like, I've spent money on all these serums and blah, blah, blah. I'm, like –
2: yeah no I it's funny because nothing works <laughs> right it's like a trap I do feel like there's something to be said for when you actually go in and have you know kind of mess with those you know whatever lasers I love the diamond facial I get the diamond facial probably every what is the diamond weeks. facial so it's basically it's um microderming I don't know it's this little thing that she uses and it just goes up the fi- You know, she does, like, mm-hmm. basically pulls off a layer of your I face. I to do that. It's amazing. I haven't done
1: any laser things, like, ever. But I'm just, I'm like, okay, the money I spend on all this other shit, I should probably yeah. instead invest in, like, treatments.
2: Yeah, I'm here for that. Botox, filler, all the things. Lasers, give them all to us. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> that's my take. I love that. But you I do you. That. If I you want to
2: spend all this money on your... Your creams. I do like all the recommendations that they make though. Like these dermatologists on TikTok, like the cheaper I love it. Like the ones that you can just get at like Target. The cheaper or Walmart. ones, but I'm like Rock. the ones that are so expensive, I'm like,
1: do they work? I've spent I've spent a hundred dollars on eye cream. Mm. It Didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, what? What if I? You're like, can I get new eyes for this, please? Like, yeah, hello? Nah. Yeah. That much? I Make me freaking beautiful at that yes, price. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Thank you. Love that for you. All right, you guys. We are getting into it with Natalie this week. Yeah, let's pop some bottles. So Natalie mm. is
1: ICU nurse. She worked peak covid Like, down and dirty in the ICU, adult COVID. She was rough in it. She
2: was in it. And then she took a couple months off and traveled. And then she actually, she talks, we go into the journey of of where she went with that. But she is so fun because she really talks about not only your travel nurse journey now, but health, lifestyle, beauty. And she has some pretty unpopular opinions. Like, we get spicy with her today. She's one of us. She is. She's our people. Oh, she's our people. We had so much fun. So, sit back relax pop a little champagne unless um, you're driving unless you're driving and into work and then do it when you get home okay (laughs) all right you guys let's get into it okay so this is actually going to be a very selfish interview i've been wanting to get you on the show here when did we meet okay I found you, I think it was during COVID because you did a super awesome post, you know, during COVID times and that's when I found you and I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with Aww. I think have I was we, following
1: you before that because of I was going to say, I feel shit. like we've followed each other for a yeah. long time.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be a selfish one because I I want – I have so many questions for you. Okay, oh. but we actually have you in-house.
0: Yes. Because yes. you're in L.A. LA. Yeah, Travel, Get girl. that money, honey. Yes. Travel queen. Queen. How's it been? I'm making that paper, you know. <laughs> Got to cash it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I truly love it. It's been such an amazing experience and – no children so love that for you. It's like, yeah. Well, that for us. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. cheers. <laughs> it's it's so amazing. I've met so many amazing people so far. I've only been here for a month. Yesterday was my 1 month anniversary. So, um have a beautiful location. 30th floor skyscraper vibes. Just feel like the city girl that I know is in my heart. <laughs> I'm like Cuz you originally she's from in here, there, right? Or your family's from here? Yeah, my I was I mean, I was raised in Arkansas, so it's always been difficult for me just because my stepdad who raised me since i was eight years old is from europe and my mom's from ventura so i, I didn't was, know that yeah. 805-er <gasps> that's my vibes like, girl. Oxenard, that's like she, yeah. they used to make fun of me for saying y'all yeah. like mm-hmm. you'd be like natalie stop You're it's not. kind of a y'all
2: kind of place though because i feel like a lot of people there are very like it's you know it's farm town meets construction meets you know what i mean and like, like ventura life. Yeah. Oh
0: really? Interesting. Well my mom's color. Mexican, so okay. not a y'all person. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clarify. So um anyways, but I've always felt like too much for Arkansas. I've always felt like, okay, this is not where I belong. And like you know that like weird inner voice that you just like listen to? It's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you still here knowing like since I was little, I've always been like I am meant for more. I don't know what that means. I don't know where that is. I don't know what experiences that's going to lead me to, but um, what a great opportunity during a very stressful time as a nurse. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, to capitalize on the fact that we can literally go anywhere and we're so needed and we've, I think nurses in the past, you know, two years have really stepped into their greatness and understand how valuable and how, needed we are in this country so i just why not take the opportunity so take us back then and tell us about even just
1: your background going into nursing you know i don't really have a sob story
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't have like oh my i had a whatever when i was a child same i just
1: wanted to have a paycheck when i graduated Yeah, exactly
0: it's like i am not trying to go to school for 10 years Mm -hmm. and be miserable forever But the real story is I got my tonsils taken out when I was a teenager and the little CRNA walked up and he was like this cute little guy. And he like told, he was like informing me about everything. My mom afterwards was like, did you see that cute guy who put you to sleep? And I was like, no, I don't remember anything. And she's like, well, he was a nurse. And I was like, oh really? And she's like, I think you should look into it. I think that would be like a really cool career for you. And I don't know if your parents were like this, but it wasn't like are you going to college? It's what yes. college are you going to? That's it was for me. My mom was a hairdresser. She had no, like, insurance. When my dad left, it was, like, her raising three children. She's like, you're going to get a career that you can always take care of yourself, period, end of subject. I don't know what that looks like, but she was always, like, woman empowerment. Like, you got to do you. You can't trust a man. Like, I
2: love that. like
0: thank God. <laughs> but, um. so, anyways, I just fell into nursing and... I knew from day one of college that that's what I was going to do. I won't say that I didn't struggle. I have ADHD really bad, no, so no, it mean, was...
2: We talk about that a lot. That's something that, like, normalize it. Let's normalize that because I failed NCLEX the first time. It took me three and a half times to get into nursing school. It's, like, not not a new story here, but I... It's a struggle. It's hard. Yeah. Nursing school's hard. Have you... Speaking of which, have you seen these TikToks going around of, like, the online nursing... School ad that's going around, mm-hmm. and everyone is like, "What is this? Is like it seems illegal." Is that real? Yeah, it's like an ad that's going around. I don't know which school it is. Is it but it's for actual online... like
1: RN school? Or they're saying they're... it's
2: an RN school, and I'm like, "What is going on right but now?" There's no like,
1: as someone who is an RN, you know, bachelor's degree college professor, it's so heavily regulated by the state I boards. Don't know. We well, California
0: look into what state, California is mm-hmm. California's way different, really There are people that are not oh yeah (laughs) oh let's get into that really quick
2: so california versus home like okay what's biggest differences you've seen
0: in terms of like maybe nursing i think the culture is completely different for nurses i think that they feel like they're seen and heard in a different way not saying that everything's perfect and everything's butterflies and roses but even having someone think like, okay, this is what the regulation should be for nurses if that's implemented or not. It's just like the thought. Like, yeah. no one gives a shit about the, like, any of the compact states. Like, I was tripled with three prone and paralyzed COVID patients who were all sitting in the 60s, who were all... Like, I had to choose. Like, Hell to the nons. I so had crazy. a floater thir- or like a secondary nurse who had worked in a clinic her entire career who had never touched a patient it was almost like having a nursing student. No disrespect to her. What she does is amazing. And I could never do what she does. Just like, she doesn't want to do what I do, but they pulled in all of these, you know, secondary nurses to help us out. Cause we were surging so bad in July and August. Um, I mean, I don't know how many of your viewers know this, but Arkansas is like one of the least vaccinated States in the South. Um, like I think four in 10 are completely vaccinated. Um, you know, that's a conversation for another day, but masks aren't mandated really anywhere there's a it's a huge political thing um but it's our size everywhere yeah and i Even think here. That, yeah i think that it's everywhere but i mean we were just so short and we were taking icu patients on med surge floors like hooking them up to oxygen up there and floating up there because there was just no we were downgrading patients who were not supposed to be downgraded on 100% high, heated high flow and um the I mean the point of that is saying they really don't care because they will not stop admitting patients because it's more of like a we need the money we need the revenue we need the surgeries we need the people having like we we need this income we don't really care about stopping we don't really care about patient outcomes and that may not be a hundred percent true for CEOs or people in like higher roles I know that they probably have heart good hearts and good intentions however. No, no. We money plays right? a huge role. Yeah. I mean, it's all about money. Yeah. It, that's what it's it boils down to. Well, so. And then
1: they treat a nurse as a nurse as a nurse. And it's they see no difference between someone who's never even worked direct patient care and then ICU. Right. It's, you have an RN license. Oh, then you can do it. It's, that's like you've been ICU trained for this many years for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's absurd.
2: What would you say is, I mean, just curious, like the pulse of nursing back home versus here like how how do you feel it? how do you see it
0: oh completely different like it's almost like COVID doesn't exist here it's real bizarre at least in my hospital um the rates are so low and life is just moving at such a different pace here and people still mention it and it's still a thing obviously but the way that California has really just like hit the brakes like really taking control and been you know proactive and you know shutting things down and all of that like i remember whenever the pandemic first happened in arkansas like we were still going out to eat and going to walmart and doing everything normal like it wasn't until a few weeks later when people are like uh uh," and people are still doing everything you know like it's like these are my rights type of people like that's literally where i live so they don't it's like love thy neighbor but really we don't care because it's my rights so it's like it's very very hard to be around people and have that conversation what I've decided is I am no longer having that conversation because there's even people in my family that you would think same yeah I'm like I am literally why would I even my friends some of my friends I'm like I don't say this to get a rise out of you I say this because this is my actual experience I promise you I do not want to go through this nobody in nursing wants to go through this yeah This is not not being paid off. Yeah. It's like this isn't like a conspiracy. If anything, we're paying for the therapy, the all the turmoil that we've gone through. A lot of people have quit even nursing in general. And um, people have left bedside. People have left the career. People are over it. I left bedside for six months.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I don't blame you because you went through the surge. You went through the most massive piece of the surge.
0: Well, I think it was more like we were the only level one in the state, so everyone was being shipped to us because we were doing, like, all these trials and, you know, trying the monoclonal antibody. Like, we were doing, like, the blood transfusions and this and that and trying different treatments on each patient. I remember our first two patients were a nurse and a doctor from Pine Bluff, which is the first case in Arkansas. And the nurse ended up dying. The doctor refused to be intubated. And he was like, I'm going to self-prone. If I get intubated, I will die. I know that. So he goes up to the floor. She stays there for, you know, months. We were scared to trach her because it was an aerosolized procedure. We didn't know anything about COVID at the time. Finally trach her after, you know, usually we trach our adult patients after two weeks max. Like if they're at 10 days and we know that they're going to be on the vent, we got to get the tube out of their mouth, like period. All it creates is like ventilator-acquired pneumonia. It's, it's so many issues. Um, it's uncomfortable for the patient. And so we were like waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, tractor. her. I mean, we were doing clustered care. We would only go in the room like two times. We were one-on-one with our COVID patients with a runner who had a walkie-talkie. Like that's how serious we were about going into patients' rooms and they yeah, everyone's help. out still at walmart yeah. So. yeah i mean like how frustrating, frustrating. yeah and like yeah. the doctors wouldn't even go in the only doctor that would go in was the attending residents would like no one would hardly go in and i would kind of be shocked if the if the res or the attending would go in because they're so needed they can't really risk it this is before the vaccine so um i just think that it was like very like i remember my nurse manager like he was military at one point he was like I mean, it's going to come to a point where we're going to have to start tagging. Like, we're going to have to start saying, like, red, yellow, green. Triage. Yep. And I, like, looked at him. I was like... Yeah. <sighs> it's gnarly. Yeah. Gnarly. Things I feel like I learned in, like, disaster
1: management in nursing school that I never thought would ever happen in real
2: life. None of us thought right. this would would come to fruition i'm really curious about this like going back to your decision going into adult icu because that's your your specialty Mm -hmm. or your choice what what is it like what was the decision how did you
0: decide all the things i love old people i'll just say that like i don't like children God we are glad
1: that you exist yeah
0: like kids are so annoying they cry and you don't know what they want And adults are annoying, too, but you can, like, kind of be a little bit more, like, stern with them. Like, okay, we're not going to play like that. Like, you're here. If you want us to help, you can be, like, more, like, direct, factual, like, give them the facts. And they can take that. And here's the other piece of it. It's, like, they've already lived lives. If they, God forbid, something happens, which it does every day. We both, we've all seen it. It's, like, well, at least they've lived a piece of their life. At least they have memories. At least they have experiences where it's, like, the kid's... 99% of the time have never done it to themselves you know so it's like it's the the empath and the soft person to me that literally can't handle when a child dies it's like not only is it the child it's like their entire family you know
2: that's a different
0: dynamic for sure like a lot of adults they have no especially if they've done it to themselves they don't have anybody there's nobody like I mean not every circumstance sometimes like people come back around or like you know God forbid they have cancer or they get in a car accident or whatever. And those are very, you know, yeah, sad situations. Or, like, my youngest patient was my age, and she put pizza in the oven, fell asleep because her mom was watching her toddler for the first time in weeks. Whole apartment up in flames. Oh, God. They came and got her, resuscitated her, brought her to um, our trauma unit. And brain dead, obviously, anoxic. They don't know how long she was down. And she was... Um, I mean, she had the doll. We did the doll's eyes test, which I don't know if you guys do that for child um patients, but we did the whole like brain death testing and ventilator testing and stuff and her mom was like screaming, "My baby!" and like yeah. those moments I'm like, "Okay, I know adult life is for me because that was a little too close to home. I should not be holding somebody's mother in my arms and she's my age." Yeah. Yeah. So really I love adult stuff. I I love like septic shock i love like weird i love like doing the numbers and stuff like that which you guys do septic shock too but
2: it's different though it's different especially nick you what you do is probably more similar than one what than what i do
0: yeah i mean peds icu has yeah peds similar yeah, yeah. But you can go down to like infants right
1: I, I will not ever do bedside again as long as i live but for transport we do every micro preemies so 22 23 week Mm. preemies all the way up to 24 year old adults during covid we were taking up to age 29 yeah so i do everything from 23 week fetuses to which is that's
0: such a broad like i like it that way i like to keep my options open yeah no you could
1: literally go anywhere with that experience it's definitely it's it's very broad you never know what you're gonna kind of have fallen in your life. The only thing day.
0: you are not experiencing is old people have naturally low heart rates. Yeah, They're naturally bradycardic. We see, we <laughs> That's it. See, like, That's the is, only thing uh, you don't know. Well, we get a lot of young <laughs> it's like forty nine. and um, eh, just turn the alarm off. I, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's where they live. <laughs> we get a lot of young athletes with really low oh, resting yeah, heart rates, too. and a lot of adolescent eating disorder patients who oh, have their metabolisms. Yeah, up. yeah. Who
0: are just baseline bradycardia. Yeah. I really lo- I originally went to nursing school to be a CRNA, so I mean I knew that I had to be in the ICU. It wasn't something I was like, oh, I can't wait to be an ICU nurse. Like I right. was just so exciting. Okay, now that you're in the world, would you ever go back to CRNA school though? I've applied every year. Um, my GPA from nursing school sucked. Like I said, I have eighty. 80- I like hardly passed nursing school. Like <laughs> love that for us. <laughs> same same. <laughs> like I slid through. Like you can ask my besties who went to Pick you. Like I don't even know why they're my friends because I probably stopped them from being 4.0 students because i would just hang out with them and be like hey let's do this let's go party let's go hang out like i was living my best life like, i don't care um but they like taught me everything i knew because they were so good at school so i was like this is a great relationship because yeah. you guys can just teach we me all have those in our lives and i'll just be a Chitty Leech.
2: Well, that's a pe- that's <laughs> the best part of nursing. I feel like the amount of personalities and things that come into our field well, in healthcare in general, you got to have, you got to have a little mix, you know right. what I mean? And
0: like, here's the deal. It's like the valedictorian, you know, 4.0 student from our school literally uh, graduated um, with honors, did the whole thing, literally could not get a job. She had to move out of state to get a job because nobody Probably wanted her. She had no interviewed
1: terribly. bedside
0: skills. She had, had never had a job. Never been in a, set foot in a hospital. Yeah. So yeah. a 4.0 doesn't actually mean anything. If you have actual patient... I had been an LPN. I challenged my boards. I was an LPN for almost an entire year mm-hmm. at an urgent care, at a nursing home. I tried all different things to get patient care experience. Like, I was like, I love patient care. Like, I'm a people person. I love people. I love one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. And I also have the skill set enough to... It's like street smarts versus book smarts. It's like, yeah. throw me out in the street, I'll survive. For sure. Have me read a 400-page oh, critical care too. book. Girl, my uh, eyes will roll so, back into the next generation. Well, book smart doesn't <laughs> translate
1: into critical thinking skills. No. Some people can pass a test and you can ask them a question and it's just. They can't even hmm, add yep. it. Yeah. I'm exactly. getting my,
2: my MSN right now and Sam knows. Like, it's it's literally pulling teeth. It's so hard for me papers and research it's just Mm -mm. it's not my forte
0: are you doing family or cute
2: i'm doing masters in leadership oh okay cool um which i am i love the idea of it but it's such it's for someone like me it's just so much harder like school's just harder for me sam's like a whiz it's easy for her i'm not like that so hard for me so I'm like, you know, maybe it's meant to
0: be that I don't go back to Sierra. I was School. gonna say,
2: like, cause do you think you would? I mean, like, what's your, what do you
0: think? My dream is to do like meds ball stuff. Obviously, like that would be my, mm. my 100. Like, well, go-to. you're in LA now. Yeah, baby. So I need to like go to Beverly Hills and do some something. I don't know, yes. meet somebody or something. But um, we need
2: to hook her up with Ari. Mm-hmm. We've had Ari on the show, and she's that she'd be a great person. I think for I you listened to, to that with. episode.
0: She's really cool. She's awesome. Yeah. You should very. Sure. I would love that. I think that like she's also responsible for our faces. Yes, she is. Yeah.
2: Well, my Botox, my filler. Yeah, all, <laughs> all the it. face.
0: Yeah, I love it. It's- I want to
2: go back to the decision for you, in your you know your working ICU, and then you decide to travel. Let's talk about that decision and like where you were at and right. And, yeah.
0: Um, I think that it was like a mass exodus, really because it was so bad with COVID and we were being tripled all the time in the unit. And a lot of people decided to travel Um, just because, I mean, we're making nothing. Yeah. And in Arkansas, you really make nothing as a staff nurse. I mean, if you're making $30 an hour, that's impressive. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's It's crazy. Like I, like people were mad at me for making $30 an hour. Like that's how bad it is. I mean, and
2: I get the whole idea of like difference in, you know, your living, living, cost of living yeah. for sure. I mean, here, obviously, you're aware cost of living here is high, but still, that's, cr- it's oh, just yeah. insane. we talked about that so much. Like the pay across, you know, in terms of what's going on across the US, it's something's got to change. Right. It's insane yeah what's any different we all took the same NCLEX we also we all took the same boards why shouldn't our patient ratios be the same why shouldn't our pay in like a scale be the same it should be
0: all the same at least federally you know um receiving federal profits or state profits should all be under the same like type of regulation I understand the private institutions you can't really regulate them right. to a degree but it's fine um So whenever I started back, I don't know if you guys know, I went to the OR because I was like, I cannot do bedside right now. I need a change of pace. So I was going to try something new. Mm -hmm. Hated every second of it. I literally hated it. Why? 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 Why?
2: why? I I want to know.
0: Because the difference is in the OR, it's the physician's patient. In the ICU, it's the nurse's patient. And the physician is involved for what? Mm -hmm. five ten minutes yeah right so i could not handle like the amount of disrespect that physicians and just staff in general have for or nurses because they even call they even disrespect themselves to a degree and i felt sad for them i was like that's not all that you are you guys are freaking smart like you guys know so much that i could never even remember like the amount of the array of equipment that they know like they're they're very task oriented people And that is very hard for me to be and very like, um, structured in their day to day. Like every, like they're very, um, scheduled and it's very type A, which I'm type A to a degree, but I'm also very like go with the flow. Like whatever comes my way. I love the different days. I love different patients. I love like the variety because it makes it less monotonous every day. Um, but it's just a different, it's a completely different world what they do a hundred percent respect. I am so glad that they love what they do and I want them to keep doing what they do. (laughs) But, um, I pretty much knew within the first few weeks that it wasn't for me, but I wanted to give it a solid go. Um, so I gave it, I think like eight weeks. And in that time I had gone to the unit a few times to like pick up patients, drop off patients. And I was talking to some of the staff members and I was like, Hey, like, what's the deal? Do you guys like it here? Like kind of trying to tap in to see how they're, You know, like unit culture was, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, we like him. It's like the ICU, you know, there's not 100 – nobody's going to say, oh, my gosh, this is a utopia of the best nursing place ever. You know, like that's just not reality for bedside. But everybody seemed pretty cool, and I was like, you know, I'm going to just give it a go, ask the manager. And she's like, well, we don't have any day positions. We usually start on night shift. And I'm like, this old lady, I guess we'll do it. I mean, if that means I can come back to the unit. So – When I started back on the unit, there was three COVID patients and they were about to close the COVID unit completely. Three weeks in, completely filled to the brim with the Delta surge. Um, We were taking patients from uh, St. Louis, Springfield. They were all just, all of Missouri was completely um, at max capacity hospital-wide. And we were taking all of them. So then delta surged in Arkansas like crazy so I was like I was just thinking that COVID was over and this nightmare and now we're reliving the nightmare so so that's kind of like the reasoning I was like oh my gosh I am so flexible I actually have a very I'm come from a level one trauma I've seen everything I've seen MICU neuro trauma surgical patients I've done CRT impellas um you know I've literally seen everything bedside procedures I've dealt with surgeons, I've dealt with residents, like, I know more than I gave myself credit for, so whenever I came to the unit, I was like, I don't really need orientation, like, I've got this, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're fine, so then I was like, you know, traveling is probably not as scary as I think it is, it was the first step, that's the whole battle of traveling, yeah, it's like the first step, and like, I meet people easy, I'm not afraid to ask for help, yeah, yeah, I really enjoy different cultures. I really enjoy different people and meeting people and vibing with people and stuff and um I think that's when I like stepped into my power of like, holy shit, I can do this. If if that person can do it and they only have like, you know, a year of experience and what's stopping me? Sure. I don't have kids. It's something that's always been on my heart to do. So I just was like, you know, I'm going to do it and best one of the best decisions.
2: I think that was for me too. I only traveled locally, but I think people who have that kind of personality where you're just flexible and I enjoy getting to know people as well. Like I think it's just kind of fun and you know, not every place is roses and, oh, and no. great, but I think it's just, it is, it's such a great opportunity for us. I mean, how lucky are we? We get to be able to do that.
0: Networking it's is so cool too. It's yeah. like, even if you have no goal in mind, it's like, well, I met that person and obviously it was meant, I was meant to meet them for some reason. They taught me something, you know? Um, so What was the move like
2: for you from home to here and like any tips or anything that you felt like helped you? (laughs)
0: Um, Well, I got my assignment and I had two weeks to figure out where I was going to live. So that was stressful AF. I was like, great. Everything's $6,000 for three weeks. And I was like, I'm screwed. Like all the Airbnbs and stuff were taken um so that's when I finally reached out to Jackie and um she had told me about the place that she thought would be good for me I literally it's like the power of the ask like if you don't ask you will not receive in this right. life mm-hmm. it's like put the energy so, out there and, yeah, and yeah it's yeah, like sure you can't expect things to just come your way you have to be proactive. you know proactive in your own life yeah. and so I called and he was like actually it's so crazy that you called like super nice I still am in touch with the uh manager if anybody needs a place to stay um and he just did like a video tour for me and I was like all right and he's like it's furnished you literally it's like hotel living but like an apartment it has all the amenities of an apartment but we do housekeeping and so nice like I we provide
2: that. I know
0: <laughs> yeah he's so great yeah okay. it's so nice I'm like yeah. I don't have to think about anything so how long is your assignment right now it's 13 weeks so I'm done January first okay next year nice have. Like I said, the cult—it's culturally very different. I mean, there's a lot of—it's um, like very diverse at my hospital. I'm probably one of maybe I can count on one hand Caucasian, Caucasian-looking. My Blonde. mom's Mexican, yeah. but yeah. nobody could tell that yeah. um, unless they looked at her. But in the entire unit, yeah, so it's—it's yeah. it's really cool. Everybody's super nice and. Um, I mean, it's ICU nursing. If you can be an ICU nurse at one place, you can be an ICU nurse anywhere. It's all the same.
2: Yeah, it's all, yeah. Protocols
0: are a little different. Like, we do this instead of on the DKA protocol or, like, whatever. But it's, like, all the same, Mm -hmm. you know.
2: What's something that you wish you knew when you became a nurse?
0: That is nothing – I mean, I'm sure you guys hear this all the time. It's, like, nothing like nursing school at all. I mean, we don't learn – you learn nothing about your specialty essentially you maybe scratch the surface you learn on the job yeah. yeah and i think that there's a lot of different types of nurses too there's you can be any type of nurse that you want to be you can be there for a paycheck or you can actually really give a shit about your patients and i am the type of person that burns myself out because i care so much i'm like i want my patient to look exactly how i would want to look when i leave so it's like They will be fluffed and puffed and (laughs) smell amazing and all the drips and everything will be color coordinated and everything will be like all the dressings will be changed and like all of that. So it's like not everybody's like that, but you have to actually love your job like at the end of the day and it's okay to take breaks. We are in a very stressful career. And if you have any piece of a heart left inside of you after you leave work, yeah, (laughs) it's like, it's a hard career that nobody really talks about the true like the real the it. heartstrings yeah that it pulls on so yeah it's amazing though it's like I I think that although we bitch about it a lot it's like the best career ever
2: yeah it's a thing in social media we're all doing right we all we all do it
1: so when your contract ends in January do you plan on like going on some bomb-ass vacation or like taking <laughs> a little time you. off taking another assignment after that like
0: what's your I don't know what's what my next? plan is I'm free balling yeah flowing flowing oh, and going love that for you yeah. Just go with it. Just letting it happen. I mean...
2: If you have a tip for someone who wants to start in the ICU, what's a a good tip that you can offer for them? Do you guys do residency programs? Mm -hmm. We do.
1: Not every hospital. It's very hospital-specific. Some hospitals have them,
0: some don't. Yeah. I would say that be confident in the skills that you do possess. And if you have the opportunity try and do something like try and do tech work on the weekends like pick up one shift say like hey I'm really interested in if you want to be in the hospital do tech work at the hospital if you want to work in a clinic try and say hey do you mind if I shadow for a little bit like any extra thing that makes you stick out it matters like I did not think that I was going to get the job at my first job because it was the only level one teaching facility in the entire state and it was super competitive. I think there was over 300 applicants. Only 70 of us were interviewed. And only 20 of one of us got the actual jobs in the unit. There's only two units. It's like 28 beds, 24 beds. Make you sick you. And whenever she called me, I was like, um, what? Like, my GPA wasn't great. Like, I knew I bombed. I was like, I knew that I freaking crushed the interview because I'm like, I love interviews. I like how oh, I am. I love that shit. I and, love the interview phase. Yeah. yeah, and um, and I could tell that we were like vibing, and that I like would fit in in the unit. And I like just the unit was very young, and I knew exactly where I wanted to be. But I was like, gosh, so many you know nurses from that actual hospital are graduating from their actual cohort, so they're probably gonna want to breed their own people into the system who've already been on their unit. I had never stepped foot in that unit ever. I had been at every other hospital in the entire city. I think that my LPN experience helped. I worked. I've been working since I was 15. I've never not worked. It's I very Sam vibes. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't say that that's the best thing for everyone. Because it's not, but... It's very hard. It is. Some of us just don't know how to turn it off. I
1: know. Like, yeah. I consider me being, like, lazy when I only have one job. Yeah, for When sure. I only have one job, oh, I don't like even... To know what I would do if I only had one job right now you would have some- <laughs> I don't even like uh, I don't even know what we're, that we're is like exhausted right the now last time and- <laughs> I've only had one job was maybe we'd actually feel normal yeah I don't 14. know 2014 was the last time I only had one job yeah yeah
0: I mean it's wild. even when I first started I after one year I started in the U and I was working two jobs and then see it's like
1: some people just don't know how to not yeah it's, and you know, I was like, why
0: am i working six days a week i am miserable yeah. and i hate the pack you and it was fine it was like outpatient stupid it was like petty shit but i was no like, but i
2: love that you've done all this wait so you've done pack you or so as an L- yeah
0: as an lpn so i've done tech and then like you know patient care stuff which i think every nurse should have a little touch of that experience Same. because humble you humble really can truly understand from a a cna or tech or an aids perspective like what they go through i remember i had like 24 patients all of which needed some type of help you know Mm -hmm. they were on lasix and they had no foliar whatever i was on the floor so i did that i did um lpn once i uh, passed my lpn boards i did uh, med surg lpn which you do all the med pass all the assessments and the nurse literally sits at the desk and just clicks this is arkansas things clicks off that they agree (laughs) It's like, you agree? You didn't even see the patient. How do you agree with that? You don't even know what they look like. Um, And then I did nursing home, which was like literally med pass. And they are all named Billy Bob and they all look the same. And it is so easy to make a med error because it's literally just drawers of meds in sheets. There's no scanning. There's no nothing. You just literally have a drawer with a file cabinet of all of their meds. Wow. It was stressful AF. (laughs) And then urgent care, which you see all sorts of stupid things there. And then um, obviously ICU, OR, PACU. I love that though. I feel like
2: this is, I love talking about this because, you know, I think so often we get stuck in our ways or we get comfortable with settling in something. And I just, I'm not here for that message. I feel like trying new things and getting out of your norm and, you know, it's, obviously easier said than done but i love that you're doing that like i just i think it's great and to talk about it and like things you liked things you didn't like i mean that's just the whole point i don't know we're very lucky to live in to work in an industry like that or in a profession oh yeah like
0: that. I, and i know like like i said my best friends who went to pick you um my friend sergio he did traveling in san francisco he took a like a partial job there and flew back and forth and my other friend she does um like uh, not she's not a professor but she does uh, clinicals and like there's so many things that you can do that fill your cup and you never have to just I think that the impression that we had was from our maybe our parents I, I speak for myself but it's like you start a job you stay there for 40 or 50 years you and you
1: stick it out and if it's it awful well that's it's work it's not meant to be fun exactly and if I think our yeah, Not sure. even so much our generation. I think even Gen Z is really the ones that are saying like, no, if you don't respect me, I'm just going to leave. Yeah. And then people are like, people don't want to work these days. It's like, no, people don't want to be, be treated fucked like over. Yeah. yeah. People don't want to be disrespected. People don't want to. People have. Know their worth now. Well, yeah. and the Internet. Yeah. Think of yeah. how much.
0: Knowledge is power. The Internet and you can literally advertise for you can advertise yourself or your art or your truth or whatever your
2: brand whatever you are yeah
0: for free yep I mean you're the product of absolutely like but it's the fact of the matter is is like there are so many options and so many people sharing and people listening to the, this podcast right now they're getting ideas of like oh my gosh I thought that I was just meant to be here forever and I was gonna you know go through the motions but I'm telling you whatever is on your heart or like if you even have that like weird itch it's like uh, i'm not 100 happy it's like there's something out there that's going to make you well, feel, feel the most are like shocked yourself you when know? people
1: leave they're like oh my gosh we're out of you're ratio so replace- and you're underpaid you're so and you don't get your breaks and we we can't staff the unit it's like they all left to travel and make a shit ton of money yeah. why would they not and then they act surprised it's like because people don't it's not worth it. We all like have collectively said that our mental health is worth more than yeah. a job. When I think it is, like our parents generation like, well, work is work, and we're just like, well, if work isn't making me happy, I'll move on and find different work. Yeah, for sure. And it's like kind of rocked the yeah, dynamics of even just look the restaurant world everywhere that's like having a hard time staffing places. It's like, "Hey, cuz maybe they don't want to do that shit they job for that like shit, shit pay yeah. and be treated like shit." Well, yeah.
0: what I've always said is like I want to work to live, not live to work. Amen. You know? And oh, I see and that Tom Tom blue him. in the face. You cannot live day-to-day miserable because you are doing a disservice to yourself and every like this is another thing from adult the adult population's like when they are on their deathbed and I'm saying, you know, is there anything like anybody you want to be here anybody anything you want to say it's like they never like oh my gosh I wish I would have taken that over time shift it's like (laughs) yeah it's like I wish I would have said sorry I wish I would have loved harder I wish I would have gone on that vacation I wish I would have done all the things that I wanted to I wish I would have taken that job and just gotten a little out of my comfort zone and as soon as you get out of your comfort zone that's when you truly grow and you you have so many more life experiences and you can just become your best self. So I think that if it's something that you want to do, you should do it. And if you hate it, then you can say, at least you tried. Yeah, I mean, I love that. that's the thing too. Is like, guess what? We can always go back. You can leave bedside yep.
1: and whatever. It doesn't work out. You don't like it. What? Ho- Hospital is never not hiring. No, yeah. You can always go back. It's always going to be waiting for you. I'll never go back, though. Honestly, I'd rather, like... Well, I mean, <laughs> paycheck to- same thing for I me, too, to right? Like, I
2: tried but. NP school, and I hated it. It wasn't for me. But guess what? It's always there. If I want to go back, I can. I can always try it again if, if it strikes my fancy. But that's something we don't talk enough about, right? It's like, God, this job, also the PTSD, I'm curious, because you went through this is what it was you went through so much and i just remember you being so raw and open about your experience um and your decision to leave bedside can we go through that a little bit like and then maybe how you sort of kind of refilled your cup
1: okay before we get into that we are so excited to share our new partnership with incredible health And the best part is, it's a free resource for you guys.
2: We love that for you. So what is Incredible Health? Incredible Health is a hiring platform that helps nurses find their next permanent role in 20 days or less. Their technology matches you to the role that fits your experience in your desired locations. And they work with hospital systems such as Kaiser Permanente, Cedars-Sinai, John Hopkins, and so many others, you guys. Okay, we're busy. We want convenience. We need a one stop shop.
1: How Incredible Health works you create a profile, you upload your resume, your work information, and they match you to the jobs that match your skill set and your qualifications. Then the interview requests come into you. You get one-on-one support from nurse advocates who help with everything from
2: polishing up your resume, giving you interview tips, and even vetting your job offers. And of course, this is 100% free for nurses. So whether you're looking for a career change or looking for new roles in new locations, Incredible Health is the best place for you to advance your career. Make sure you guys head over to the link in our bio or down in the show notes, as you know, to check out Incredible Health.
0: Yeah, um, I think that I was burnt out for, they say that, like, they've done studies, it's like one year for ICU, adult ICU, or I guess maybe ICU in general, ICU nurses burn out after one year, and I remember hearing that statistic when I first graduated, and I was like, they're full of shit, like, they're just little (laughs) weird. yeah, like, they don't know what they're getting into, and then I was like, one year in, I was like, oh my god. I get it. I am fucking tired, my back hurts, my feet hurt, everything hurts, my mind hurts, my heart hurts everything hurts and after two years I went PRN and I was making twice as much still working essentially full-time but I would take vacation when I wanted to which was so nice I didn't have to request time off and then um so my decision to quit almost was like a gradual like go PRN Uh," it's like work a year in the ICU work two jobs one in the ICU one in PACU burn yourself out Go PRN, work whenever you want, make a lot of money. And it was great. um But then COVID happened, and I was like, wow. And like, even my charge, I still talk to her. Her name's Susan. She's amazing. She's been a nurse for like 25 years. She's Super fit. She does she has a side hustle that she does like personal training and stuff too. She's like everyone's mom. Like she's like the person that you go to. She'll like still message me and be like, You're one of the most amazing nurses I've worked with. Like, I just want to say how proud I am. And like, she knows that I had like too many ties. Like, I got too involved almost in a weird way because I was like so invested. And um so I put in my notice and it was great. And then uh, me and my husband traveled for a little bit and just kind of got out of the echo chamber of just misery. And I was like, I just need a breath of fresh air and I just need to, I actually, um, which I think is kind of taboo, I went to my doctor and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I can't sleep. I have panic attacks. Like I cannot even think about going to work. And she was like, I have seen more healthcare providers in the past few months than I have in my entire career for, and she was like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you this. It was like an antihistamine. It's called, um, uh, I'll have to think about it, but it's like an antihistamine that works as a, um. Helps with panic attacks and it just helps you go to sleep. It just calms mm-hmm. everything down. So it's not like a benzo. It's not anything that's like a scheduled. It's not Benadryl, is it? No, yeah, it's, Benadryl um... just like
2: puts you to. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to look it up. But anyways, <laughs> like... um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But
0: it's like it's used dually. It has like double, multiple uses or whatever. So she gave that to me and she's like, "If this doesn't work, just let me know." But I really think that you having a change of scenery and like all that will be really helpful and so hydroxyzine yeah hydroxyzine there you go yeah
1: i'm a google master <laughs> yes
0: yeah because <laughs> no, i was google. just like note to self
1: yes. i'm just like yeah
0: and it really does it helps me like i feel like just i'm just like down. spinning
1: these days and i'm like all right yeah you need something just to
0: like i like literally have insomnia so bad that's why i'm like i'm i was
1: up till four in the morning last night i can't I'm sleep unwell.
0: yeah i can't sleep because i my brain is like nine to nothing and if you're an entrepreneur too it's you're hard more, to shut off you're you more can't prone to having adhd which yep. i didn't know and i just recently got diagnosed with adhd this year actually because i was like i don't know what's wrong with me my brain literally goes nine to nothing at night when i'm supposed to be sleeping and right. i have to sleep like i have to sleep for my job i can't oh, It's just atarax i didn't know it was the same is that is what it? It? it's atarax yeah
2: i was gonna say benadryl has the same or similar okay interesting
0: yeah anyways that's what she gave me she's like if you want I said I don't want to take benzos yet like I don't want to do something I was like I I want to you know change your pace Mm -hmm. but anyways so our trip ended it was very very expensive and I was the only one working and I was doing only social media um and it was just very exhausting and not something that I was loving and I don't want to do anything that I don't truly love and have heart for so um came back home and I was like you know, whatever. Let me just try something. That's why I tried the OR just because I didn't think that I was ready to just go, you know, balls to the walls back into the unit. Um, but you know, everything happens for a reason. I'm happy that I took that break and I don't think that it affected my ability to go back to bedside at all. I think it's like riding a bike. Once you get back in it, it all comes back to you and it's like, nothing's ever changed. Literally unfortunately when you work (laughs) as long as we
2: did it starts yeah it's like riding a bike Uh, i know i was like uh... 10 years
1: of nursing in january yeah that's crazy i'm like when did i become one of those like old i know seasoned nurses with like unit perks and shit
0: oh one of the biggest reasons i left that reminded me i literally there were so many travelers at my hospital from covid that they hired I was in my unit one day and I was in the very back corner. I know every unit has one of those rooms. It's like by itself and you're like, oh my God, if something bad happens, I'm screwed. And I was back there and my patient was like crumping bad. And I looked down the hallway, everyone's masked, cause it's COVID, and I'm like, I literally don't know one person in this hallway. Yeah. And I'm the most and and I'm the most experienced person in this hallway. That's yeah. fucking scary. scary. And I'm not doing it. Feeling. I'm leaving. I can't do this shit. Yeah. I can't I'm like, I have Three and a half years of experience. I should not be the most experienced person here. It's cr- it's happening everywhere. That's how I used to
1: be on night shift in the NICU. I'd look around and be like, "Well, I'm fucked if anything
2: yeah. happens." You know, people unfortunately are are leaving bedside. It, it, it's what's happening, and it's like you know. I think conversations like this are starting to stimulate it, and I'm really excited. I'm glad for you for taking the leap and doing what you need to do for you because you know it's not easy. What you you especially adult. I'll give that. That's a whole different level of. Especially what you went through in in the yeah. no, I'm
1: glad to see you living in L. A. Because you too. are thriving, your girl.
2: You okay you
1: took to that like L. A. Sunshine yes. like time look. out. Yeah. Can we
2: talk about this really quick? Because <laughs> yeah. this is one of the things. Your lashes. Let's talk lashes, girl. Because oh, I need yes. all the tips. Okay.
0: I'm bougie AF. Yeah. Okay.
2: So do you do your lashes every day?
0: So these are extensions. Oh, you did. And you the did. Thing extensions. is, is like if you do extensions, you will find somebody. Okay. And whatever part of the world you're at, who does <laughs> extensions. <laughs> I, like, to You were doing Ardell around.
2: for a while because I was following you when you were doing the Ardell. Because I
0: couldn't, yeah, I couldn't go. My hair extensions were gone. Uh. My lash. I was like, who, who is this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> who felt, is this bitch? I felt, like, a naked mole rat for two seconds. But uh, thanks, COVID. Thanks for <laughs> grounding me, COVID. Yeah, but I love
1: then. lash extensions, but I do not have the, like it's I a know. commitment oh, it's a commitment it so is our commitment. hair
0: extensions i mean i have to go every eight weeks for my hair extensions and then every two weeks for my lashes. where are you going are
2: you in l are you going to nl in la right now i was you- going to a
0: girl in studio city um but okay. the concierge told me that there was somebody in the building so i just messaged her today and i was like hey do you do foreign lash fills and she's like yes i can't wait to meet you blah, blah, blah. and i was like yes girl and she actually does really good work so it's all about like know it, like trusting their work looking like kind of creeping them for a little bit and I think it's so nice because I like wake up I don't put I'm like mass knee central because you yeah. literally wear a mask all the time here um but I don't put any makeup on and I just go it's so nice I don't I, don't, like, I just need... look like this though it's like a real situation
2: <laughs> we're, we're into the trash can uh. look Dude,
1: I got put on a Trader Joe's Oh, I know. Like I it. saw that for you. I'm What's so cool? happy for you. Honestly, I was so offended because I'm at Trader Joe's. I'm trying to just buy snacks. Like, I was not just doing snacks. anything other than buying, like, right. legitimate snacks for myself. And, <laughs> and chicken for my dogs.
2: My dogs Obviously, eat Trader like, Joe's. Her dogs eat better than all of us yes. combined. But I, I was there at the aisle, and I'm, like,
1: wearing a mask because we have to wear masks or whatever. And I have sweatpants on and not even cute uh, not even wearing leggings i'm talking like legitimate like baggy sweatpants crocs Tori's favorites and i was wearing like
2: you
1: were on the same level as us no you'll come around Say no to so crocs. i was wearing like <laughs> we'll a hoodie and crocs and sweatpants and my hair up in a ponytail zero makeup on and a mask and this guy stopped me and he's like do you have a minute and i was like why i just don't know how to be nice to people and he's like oh like well i mean and i was like yeah sorry like yes what can i help you and he's like oh well you're just like really attractive so i wanted to know if i could get your number and i was like i look like i said that i was like sir i look like a dumpster right now and he's like oh me too and i was like oh and he's like well can I?" i was like i don't know i'm just like very caught off guard i was just trying to buy snacks at trader joe's but then honestly i was offended and here's why like if this is what you're attracted to, you, where are your standards?
0: Yeah, but that's the real you, though. But, that's hot when But have some. For no,
1: have some standards. Like, so oh, you, well, you like you're ugly beautiful. girls. Like, I don't no, know I was offended. Like, loving, I was like, this, this is.
0: Your- No, no, no. I I need higher vibes, girly. No, I have the higher vibes. That's the thing, is, I hold myself to a higher standard. I have no makeup on. I'm still that bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. But, like, I was just like,
2: sir. I love that
0: brush.
1: Have some standards. Like, I want someone to be like, no. Like, you want to catfish them. Yeah. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. Like, I live for a
1: catfish, catfish moment. Like, okay, fine. Uh, listen, no doubt I slay and sweats, fine. but I live for a catfish moment. If I can throw on the hair
2: out What extensions? happened to the hole, if you can't love me at you, my ugliest, you can't love me at my worst. whatever <laughs> I, never is. <laughs> I never said that. I
0: never said that. That's how I feel like LA vibes, though. Like, everyone's just so, like, that's the big difference that I'm, like, I feel so sad for a lot of people that they can't just be I guess open like I've met so many people at the pool I've met like people everywhere like who I'm like yeah. I ha- I'm i like I go out with Jackie and she obviously is around a lot of different types of people and I'm like I promise you I have zero intention on taking your money knowing what you do for a living I'm, like if you don't want to tell me what you do for a living it literally is neither here nor there for me yeah, yeah, because yeah. if you're a good person and we have good conversation that's all that matters to me yeah. I could forget you tomorrow and we could still have a really great conversation. Sure. I'm not here for, like, I'm not here to, like, write it in stone. I'm not, like, I'm just here for experiences. LA is
2: such a f- weird place. Like, it, it really is. Like, I think that... Here in the South Bay, and Sam knows this. It's much more. I don't know. Like we're kind of away from the whole LA scene. You guys I don't know, are like you, the hippie crystals. Yes, of Yes. Yeah. Like we're like, like the
1: surf bombs and vibe.
2: the volleyball players. You guys like, it's, like
1: energy and shit.
2: Yes, we're into good energy. And you know. LA is still I'm just like, who do you
1: know? <laughs> I love <that> for you. <laughs> And then I'm just down in Orange County where, like, our whole own world. Oh, you're
0: far. Yeah. yeah. I drive, yeah. like, an hour here every day yeah. or every
1: time I come up to record. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: I'm born and raised in Orange County, though. That's, like, my my bubble. Yeah. We, I mean,
0: you just got a new gig, right?
1: Got a new gig.
2: Cool. I'm going back. Nights, nice, girl.
1: Nice. But you're that per diem life. Life's good.
2: As a Per, per diem. diem. I will say that. Like, I'm a big fan of per diem, especially in California. It's so good. You know, if you can find a good place where you – Find a good per diem, days or nights. You get that high rate.
0: You choose your schedule. It makes choose sense. your schedule. Yeah. Even like it's interesting. Well, you interesting. have a husband that has like, has benefits. I'm only yes. on Jacob's benefits, so I don't have to pay for any of that extra. So I'm even pocketing that extra. Yeah. So for me, traveling, it's like I'm even making more than like what, for sure. Subtract. Well, okay. It's interesting
2: though because I've done the math on a lot of this. I mean, okay, mind you, as a single woman, right? Because it's t- talking without kids. Yeah. For me, it would not like I stay part time. So because there are certain the insurance, insurance. Yeah. there are certain insurances like that uh, you could take that honestly, if you were working full time per diem as a single person, as a single okay. person, it would be fine. Because
0: when I quit and Jacob quit for that six months, I was paying out of pocket. It's a lot. It was not cheap. No, I yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I know. It's I about. Was like, f- I was like, I can't do this. This is the problem, right?
2: Anymore. It's like healthcare. Healthcare drives so like the cost on it. It's insane. A lot
0: of people just don't have it. Like now that. It's not mandatory since Mm -hmm. Trump took away the, like, mandatory health care. You have to have health care. You get penalized. A lot of Mm -hmm. people just don't have it anymore. And it just is eaten by, at the end of the day, the government eats the cost. Yeah, it's nutty. It's, like, a never-ending cycle of just shit because yeah. our healthcare system is so messed up. So broken. Yeah, so broken. Trash can. I want to
2: talk about your social media journey. Oh, yeah. For and sure. all the fun things. Oh, so you – I actually think it's really interesting because um, you've gone through a really interesting, like, health journey. Right. You do a lot of beauty, obviously, which I love, and I love all your tips. But how did this all start for you?
0: It was not an intentional thing. Like, I never came onto social media thinking, like, I need a following I'm going to like I've never like a lot of people do that like with intention of and I'm all for that I love that um but I was truly just sharing my life and my health stuff because there were so many people on my personal page that were like asking about what I was doing so I was like okay well I know a lot of people don't want to hear it. I'm going to put people over here and I'll share my recipes and stuff. And just like my, and I I had already actually been keto for a year before I even started sharing. So I had pretty much was already done with everything. Like it was, it was over for me. It was just me sharing to help other people. Um, and I think I was actually in San Francisco and with my family and, um, I was like looking at my phone, we were flying back and I was like, "My, my phone is literally blowing up right now. It was, like, something I posted. It was just, like, going viral. And it was, like, it was, like, when going viral was, yeah, it was a thing, different uh, than it is yeah. now. Yeah. Like, everyone's viral now. Who cares? But it was, like, more of, like, a, oh, my gosh. I don't know what I did to, like, I. and my mom was, like, oh, my gosh. You've got a lot of followers. I remember her being, like, what the heck? And I'm, like, no. What the heck is right? I, this is not yeah. what I expected. So, you know, I think that a lot of people – portray themselves in a different way and I will say that I've stepped back a lot from social since COVID started just because it's very draining and to be everyone somebody and for them everyone to emotionally dump on you at work at home and then on social like people you guys know people tell your their whole life story it's like my mom this and then I this and I'm like I'm so sorry babe I, I that's all I say I'm like I'm so sorry you're going through that but I can't be that person for you because I'm a stranger on this freaking internet right now. Like I'm not. So there are definitely boundaries that have to be set. Um, and what I always say is like, you can be the sweetest peach on the tree and there are still going to be, be-, be people who don't like peaches. Absolutely. So I don't. I've re- had to learn that. I don't knows. really care. I yeah. don't really care. Yep. See yourself out the door. If I'm not your person, I don't want to be your person and I'm not everybody's person. And I just share myself and I've had people say like, oh my gosh, you're, you're actually like how you are on social. I'm like, am I supposed to not be like that? Yeah, you're like this isn't always like surprising. An act? Ask that? I know. I'm like, I don't understand. I never. Yeah. That's never my intention. I hope that that's never perceived that way. Um, but it's been harder to share lately, just because life like seasons are different for me, and I'm getting older, and I don't feel as um spontaneous. I don't feel as like my creative. Um, piece of me is very like dampened because you know what's COVID. interesting
2: I think Sam and I are in a little bit of, I mean you share a lot too but I feel that big time I'm just tired and I
0: think I'm, I'll go through
1: waves we go through waves I have to pull back sometimes yeah. I'm just like it's not
0: I Instagram itself is a dying it's platform. interesting yeah I, mean, it's
2: just very... I listen to it <laughs> like, okay, so my first episode you're when... welcome for the sound effects <laughs> <Totally.
0: laughs> we're
2: here for the sound effects it's fine the very first episode of The Selfie Show, I listened back to it a couple of weeks ago. And I was, this was back in, when did we start 2020? But I recorded it in 2019, technically. That's wild. And um, I was so excited about IG at the time. I remember, like, I just, you know, when I was going through the motions. And, like, it was kind of maybe a time when we were all, like, really excited about it. And, and right now, it's interesting. Like, this is why, for Sam and I... Wanting to come to this platform because I just feel like I'm just, I'm worn out of a little bit of IG. I'm a little worn out of it. Like, and we go through phases, obviously. It's a love-hate. It's a love-hate. Well, it's like a generational full thing, we have control here. Right. And we have no censorship. IG is like you get oh yeah. they'll delete your I'm, I'm in ig jail right now what? for whatever reason oh yeah my my posts are not getting shown but you could
0: anyway. wake up tomorrow and your whole account's gone and then what yeah. uh well, i did wake up and my whole account was gone did y'all see that no mm-hmm. what happened when did my was this? whole account got shut down and yeah. i literally went into fucking panic mode and i had to send all of my legal documents that it was like an llc thank god i had all of that like i i was pretty much I, my, everything was deleted. User not found. Did they give you a reason why? No, like no, you one, ever See, fucking- no oh, one ever responded. it's fucking. No one ever responded. sketch. Like, and I'm shocked that they gave it back. That's I funny. literally was like, that's that's when I really shifted mm-hmm. the way that I shared. Because I, that, those like 48, 72 hours that I didn't have my Instagram, I had a real come to Jesus moment when I was like, "What is this? why man? am I so fucked up about this? I'm like, I am not just an Instagram person. Like I have yeah. a career and I have mm-hmm. a family Yay. and I have, Love that. I'm like, the people will find me if they want to find me, it's going to be okay. Right. Like it's so pretentious. It's so fake. And I love so many. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here right here with you guys yeah, for if sure. it weren't for social media. There's so many amazing blessings that come from social media. However, we get so wrapped up in the freaking numbers and the, the algorithms and the likes, shares, whatever. It's like. Well, and it's they design it that way on purpose. Yeah, they design. Hit. Right. It's addicting. Right. right. It's like it it's literally an addiction. If you're not addicted to drugs, you're addicted to social media. Yeah.
2: Something of that sort. Which is frustrating. And it is interesting, Cause though, I have such a love-hate with it because like this, like, we wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for it. And I, I have Instagram to thank for half the podcasts that I find or, you know, half the people that we, like, are selfie listeners. Like, we love it. But it's, it is. It's it's a love-hate and it's energy sucking.
0: Well, I think that there's a perception of what it's like to have influence on social, too, that is not reality. It's like everyone wants, you know, some type of platform. Everyone wants some type of influence. But then when you get there, you're like, wow, this is a lot. Like, you have thousands and thousands and thousands of people asking for your advice, asking for your influence, asking for your opinion, asking for this, asking for that, asking, 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 asking. It's like, I literally have, my cup is empty. Yeah. My cup is empty. Mm -hmm. So it's like,
1: you feel like a dick sometimes if you don't respond to these DMs, but it's like, I can't. Respond one to everyone person. asking for NCLEX advice no. or how to become a transport nurse or how to, like... Yeah. A lot of people ask me about working out while being a nurse and how do I manage. It's like, I,
2: I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's only so much of us that it's you It's like, give. if
0: I was spent all of my time answering your DMs, I wouldn't have time to work out yeah. and be a transport nurse. Right. So, I don't know. I think that a lot of people don't truly understand the weight. It's like everyone wants success, but they don't understand the weight that it is to have that, you know, have Well, especially eyes on when
2: you. you work in an industry that we do, right? It's not like we have an office job. What we do is very stressful. It's very and the PTSD, first of all, in your court is very real. The burnout is real. You're dealing with real human emotions on the daily. It's it's exhausting, and so it is hard to kind of keep up with. But I am so glad for it in the sense of getting to know someone like you and getting exposure to it. And I think it's great. I am really curious about this, like your transition into, because I know you went through a big transformation with keto, and you talk a lot about uh, the ketones and things like that. Let's get into that a little bit, like like health, nutrition, and like where all that started.
0: I mean, follow me for more tips on how to drink champagnes. <laughs> It's like a big joke with me and my friends now. It's like so. As we I started skinny pop, because yeah, I did keto. We for got skinny pop and too. champagne in here. Right well, now. it's funny because Jackie did too, and she just does like whatever now. Like she's she's a thick girl like us. Like she fucking rocks her body, and she's like, listen, I. She's like, I did it. I get it, hundred percent. But she's like, I'm a, like, we're all at points in our lives where it's like okay we don't eat in excess anymore we actually have boundaries like right. i just don't eat as much as i used to and that's what it's good did for, for a me. season
1: in your life yeah 100%. or to get to a specific goal it's not i think meant it's to being be mindful forever. with your food yeah. more than
0: anything it's just like becoming self-aware about food i never was i mean i ate horribly i was raised around biscuits and gravy my grandma was the best cook ever and like fried okra biscuit like true southern food um, but I started nursing school. I remember I had my first like 550 pound patient and he was like found down on the floor, ended up being in ICU, had to be tray. It was like a whole thing it was a hernia repair that ended up being open washouts every other day in the ICU. Cause they couldn't transport him to the OR cause he was over 600. Like he was huge. He actually gained weight while he was NPO. And I was like, this is insane to me at one point the first year of my ICU um like me being an ICU nurse half of our unit was in bariatric beds and I was like I can't live like this I can't do it I can't I have to practice what I preach so that's when I started keto I I know like me and my husband were going through a season two where I just found out that like you have to love yourself before anybody else can love you type of thing so I started then and I lost a lot of weight fast and I felt I felt fine I never felt amazing um I worked out I did two a days I was just like very balls to the walls it's like working it's like that same mentality it's like it's all or nothing you know like whenever you're you think that you're trying to prove it to you but I don't even know who you're proving it to because you're miserable the whole time um so i feel like we are like that. the same person though <laughs> like <laughs>
1: everything you say i'm like oh
0: yeah i've been there i resonate resume. Uh-huh. Yeah. um so i you know started sharing on insta for people who wanted to know i didn't really care at that point and um i actually started ketones only two months after like starting my instagram which is crazy because i had already been keto for a year and i was going to the gym twice a freaking day on my days off so eight times a week on my four days off, and I felt horrible. I mean, I literally, I mean, there was no glycogen left in my body. I was literally on zero. So I was like, oh, try. I had tried a lot of different things, like bang energy drinks. I had tried caffeine pills. I had tried, like, you know, when you're in weight loss mode and you're, like, at Walmart thinking, like, hydroxy code. I've heard about that on the, <laughs> on the commercials I'll try that one yep give it to me it's like it's a placebo nothing actually happens it's like okay if you eat donuts you're actually not gonna do anything um so I tried ketones of all sorts I tried them and I was like I feel amazing literally was like mainly it wasn't even at the gym It was mainly at work I like could drink them and I felt like my brain was on like actually lit up and I was like I'm never gonna do this shit this is bullshit blah 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 and then um, Ashley was like my friend before she even shared them with me. I actually asked her. She never asked me about anything. And she lives in Fort Worth. And I was like, you know, I see you doing that shit. Like, send me some, whatever. And she's like, oh my god. And she's a people person. Like, she could literally sell you a rock from the side of the street. Like, she's a salesperson. That's what she does. She did medical sales. She did medical staffing for surgeons. So she has been in sales. She's a communications major was a six-figure business like corporate America person and made tons of money like she actually didn't need to do anything on social media like she was fine and um so she start, she just shared them with me and I was like you know that's I mean I feel great and grateful that I did and I was always that person that was like I will never do any of it's like I will never do Beachbody I signed up for Beachbody. Like I did all the shit that I. Everyone's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I will like it's like never say never. It's like I will never yeah. like get a bikini wax. It's like, bitch, stop, yeah, yeah, shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up. We're all We're basic together, <laughs> right? Like we all do it. But yeah, no, like, yeah. So I, I, really don't care, and I'm, I've always been very um, unapologetically me, and I'm like, the whole peach thing. I'm like I really don't give a fuck if you like me or don't like me. I'm not here for you. I'm here for me. And my people, I will always attract the people into my life that need to be in my life. And I even remember in like junior high, my mom would be like, if someone says something mean to you, keep a straight face, come home. If you need to cry, you need to cry. You can tell me what happened, but never show them your weakness ever. Like never show your weakness to these people. She's like, these people actually don't matter. Like that you will not remember the people in junior high. You will not remember the people. She's like, you may have one friend from high school. I have one friend from high school to this day 10 years later she was right it's like why do we care so much about people who actually don't give a fuck about us Mm -hmm. like they literally don't care they're moving through their life i'm moving through my life right the people that want to be touched who want to join me in this life experience i would love and appreciate that if you want to follow me for keto come along yeah come one come all to the circus like I don't yeah, care yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally don't care like so maybe that's my mo maybe that's why I've attracted so many people because I just I'm not robotic I'm just not a, I can't be a robotic person and that's why I love my patients so hard Because like I relate to them I relate to all of my patients yeah. in some to some degree like the hardships they've been through like whatever
2: no that's why I like you I really enjoy watching and going through the journey with you too is like i don't know just an instagram friend because you are real about it and sam does the same thing like sam's very like doesn't give a fuck and i really love that like i think that that's to me more refreshing and more i'm i'm here for that message because i think i'm more here for that than someone who's literally just trying to do it just to pump it out and it's like it's over it's done like it's fucking life and we I'm here for the real shit and I think it's so great like I love everything that you've been doing and like you've been I don't know it's just been really fun to watch you and learn from you too I mean hey girl I got all the lash tips and all the extensions I'm like you come into this and,
0: world naked and alone and you leave it naked and but alone. I love so it because like, I don't give a shit what you think about me yeah <laughs> but I love it and I'm like you look good feel good but you're also
2: like very real yeah and I think that's really Thank important you. and I I really mad respect that. I also like that you're from the South and you're here in LA and you're just like crushing it.
0: I think people are triggered as fuck. <laughs> 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 They're like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I, I am. Good. Like, I, I don't know what you want from me, but Good. no, like, you know, and now social media for me is literally like, I'm like, I do lifestyle, meaning. Whatever I want to share, I share because I am no longer putting a fucking label yeah. on what I fucking share. Like, why do we do that? Why do we freaking like? What is it like? Whenever you only decide on one thing that you're going to share, like forever, label ever- in a box or put a well, label. I'm on not anything. only going
1: to post nursing content.
0: Yeah, my so, life is yeah. so much
1: more. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. I would if I financially could walk away from the career, I completely would. Bye tomorrow. Yeah. I, was, I had I the opportunity the and I Peace did it. Out. It was great.
0: Yeah, it was great, but it was also it's a double edged sword because when you work for yourself, you work ten million times harder. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The we podcast. feel that.
1: But just I mean, I love being a nurse, and I am. So I will talk about it and share it. But I am so much more than just my nursing content. Same thing. Like I post a lot of powerlifting content, but that is my hobby. Yeah, my whole life doesn't consume that. So if you followed me just because you want powerlifting content, guess what? You're gonna get dogs. you're going to get nurse shit and you're going to get booty pics and plants so you're going to get whatever i feel like giving (laughs) you if you don't like it peace out bitches
0: yeah Yeah. and people are like oh why haven't you shared those i'm like so because i share means i deserve no privacy yeah i said that to somebody and she was like wow i've never thought of it like that i said i am a human am a fucking human being (laughs) and i don't have to share anything that i don't want to share for sure Yep. And some of my life, I would like to remain private, Private, contrary to what you may believe, because your perception of me is not my reality. Especially now.
1: Especially now. Well, I think then people get on a kick, well, you shouldn't be so public then if you don't. Yeah. But it's like,
0: what? I can
1: be public with what I want to be public about, and I can be private with what I want to be private about. It's like,
0: so celebrities don't deserve any privacy, because yeah. they're famous for whatever reason it's like i'm not even a fucking celebrity i deserve more privacy than their stupid asses like yeah there's a Weird thing about the internet
1: is like being accessible like you're just a dm away where it's like okay you could dm kylie jenner she's not gonna read it but if you dm one of us we might leave you on right but like we'll we'll probably see it 99.9 percent chance we'll at least see it yeah so it's just a weird Time to I have a love hate alive. with it.
2: I feel like because I love, I do love social media. I love what it, the power of it, but I'm, I'm definitely feeling that that the burnout. I think do you guys just TikTok at in all. I fucking oh, love yeah. TikTok. Okay. yeah, TikTok's great. I waste every night. I'm like, all right. Well, you know why? I lay in
1: bed and watch TikTok for. Two it's hours. light.
2: It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of to me what Instagram used to be, and now I feel like to me the Instagram vibes are getting so much more Facebook serious, and I'm the just kind of getting over is it. So yeah, up. it's
0: not good. Yeah. Actually, I told like,
1: Tori because. Facebook owns Instagram. Yes, they're like trying to kill it. Yes, it's like
2: it's becoming the Karens. It's the Karen life. It's yeah. like ugh. I don't know. Uh, I yeah, the vibes are not. I'm not TikTok there. TikTok is immaculate.
1: It's, it's not, just I love it. Yeah, it's so but funny. It's also, the creativity on there is next
0: level. It's also it gives you exactly what it knows yes. you want to see. Oh my God, my so, for you page is per, It's ugh. amazing.
1: Chef's yeah. kiss. Yeah. yeah, I'm like. <laughs> delicious six five strong daddies and then there's a dog video <laughs> exactly. and then there's like plant life. Uh, yeah. and then all of a sudden like it's just everything that i, I could love want. the for you page my for you page is perfect and then it's funny because my best friend and i send each other tiktoks all day long that's the only way we communicate and we'll send each other the same ones because we literally have the same for you page because it, it just knows
2: my mom sends me TikToks now. That. Oh my god. My gosh. mother is like my mom, my mom and Sam have can. the same birthday and they're like the exact same person and my mom's now sending me. I'm like, "Mom, you're sending me I'm just processing this situation and I kind of love it."
0: Well, I think that we should just remember that our entire identity is not wrapped up in one platform yeah. and like there's a reason people loved us on other platforms too. Yeah. And like my, my TikTok platform is completely different than my Instagram. Same. I have like yeah. almost 30,000 followers on TikTok, which is stupid. I don't know why anybody would accidentally, it's like they accidentally click the plus. I'm like, no, I feel <laughs> so sorry for you that you accidentally hit that. Cause I do that They're too. They're just it's trying okay. to like <laughs> it. No, <laughs> totally.
2: Yeah. yeah. What advice would you give to your 18 year old self?
0: I feel like this is one of those questions that everybody asks and you're like, wow, I don't know how to answer that because I was a different I mean, I was, 10 years ago, completely know, different human being. Right. But also, I met my husband when I was 18. Like, we've been together since I was Baby. 18 years it's old. It's a long
2: time. Yeah.
0: I would just say that you change and evolve and that's okay. Like, you're in it for the ride, sister. Like, just allow, quit trying to control everything. Like, I was such a check checks and balances type of person. I was like, this is what I must do to survive. I was in like survival, mode. I'm like, I must get my degree. I must be a nurse. I must start the best job ever that I can get. Like I was such a, like in it for everybody else that I like now that I'm 27, I'm like, wow, I did all of these things. I'm so, so proud and so happy, but it's like, who am I? I have all of these external certifications and like yeah. the ring and all that. It's like, okay, so, so what?
1: And now what? <laughs> yeah. So now what?
0: Yeah. It's been 10 years of balls to the walls. And you have money, you have the car, you have the house, you have everything that you want. It's like, okay, but... Uh, are you happy?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I And I don't think you really get there, even until you're, like, in your 30s. Like, a lot of my friends are in their 30s, and they're still, like, you know, going through shit. So it's like, when do you... I started going to therapy this year, which has been very. Oh my gosh, ten out of ten recommend. Mm. Five stars, like
2: five stars on Yelp. If you
0: find a therapist, that's amazing. That's one thing I will say. Is like if you don't vibe with your therapist, like quit that first time. You'll know when you know. Like this woman is freaking amazing. She's the most helpful person that I've met. But I think that like, she calls it like mapping out your life, like your past, like how you map out your past your current self and your future self like what you what your past and your current self perceives or wants or desires in their future self it's like if you don't actually like unapologetically share those pieces the pieces that you've never truly shared with anybody else for fear of oh my gosh that's my mom I can't say that around her oh my gosh that's my best friend I can't say that around her like what would she think about me it's like we all have that inner voice that tells us that we can't truly share something that's, like, the most vulnerable piece of ourselves. But if you have that third-party person who literally knows nothing about you, who can't share anything, it's, like, it's so refreshing to just, like, say it all and to get it off your chest and be like, wow, I have never really addressed that piece of myself. It's so nice to just address it and, like, say, okay, well, that happens. And so it was a coping mechanism or it was great, it was not great, and I have overcome to become so... I think that you just change so much in your 20s. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And you don't think it. You're like, you're just, you're in fast forward. You're just like, what do I do next? What do I do? You're like running at a destination that doesn't fucking exist. That's a good way to put it. And you hit 30 and you're like, where the the fuck am I? (laughs) Literally, though. Well, I went that fast for nothing. (laughs) No views from here. (laughs) No, I love it. <laughs> At the top of the mountain, it's like pure clouds. So, <laughs> oh, hey, but... <laughs> we have lots of different
2: chapters in our lives. You know, people, you know, that's a thing. It's like life's, it, you got so many things happen in your life. And I feel like we are so used to the family, white picket fence, mm-hmm. quote unquote, happy. And it's like, that's just not life. Mm-hmm.
0: This is not. So, and what we were taught is all, man, our families protected us. So grateful, I know how privileged I am for everything, but it's like you protected me from reality. Like, (laughs) damn, damn, Ma, you could have told me it hurts a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You could have told me about people, but she did, she did the best she could. But,
2: you know, we appreciate everything. You always look amazing, glam, glam girl. I love it for you. Thank you so much, Natalie, Thanks for having me. For Yay, we're so live. glad we actually got to do this in person. I know, uh, I know. Campaign to
1: keep you on the West Coast forever. Yeah, I know. I love it here. Yeah, we can't wait. Everyone's
0: like, you're going to stay there forever, right
2: like, <laughs> like, I'm con- never going To back. be continued. TBD. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> we never know, right? Life's yeah. spicy. You can throw in a curveball every now and then. It's fine. Yeah, love curveballs. We love that. here for it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Natalie, Thank for coming you. on. I'm kind of obsessed with her accent. Like, I love the Southern accent. I'm just so here for it. We just have more fun. I know. Way more fun. I just want her hair. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Oh, fabulous. And her lashes. I'm like, She's ugh, look. LA at glammed out mm-hmm. queen. I love it. We're we're living, we're living. (laughs) That was so much fun, though. Thank you
1: guys for listening today, and I hope you had fun, felt like you were doing a little just girl talk with
2: us. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, you guys know, make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. You can find all of our sponsors, all the goodies there, linked there in the bio. And, look, I think we have like six spots left. Oh, yeah. Oh, someone else booked. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're like almost, we got... And it's not till next April, 2022. So it's still pretty far away. So honestly, if you're thinking about what am I going to do for my 2022 vacay plans, Mm -hmm. jump on it now because those spots, all it's going to take is like, another friend
2: group or two and those are gone bali is waiting actually it's funny that you say that because jacob and i were just talking about this we need to start looking at flights yeah, and yeah, so yeah. We when do we do sam and i will start kind of doing that and for anyone who has signed up we're going to be sending you guys an email with our plans and so that way if you we can link up or just let you know what we're doing we'll let you guys know so we'll keep you in the loop it's gonna be so fun though. we have such a good crew yeah honestly cool. the people who are coming are fucking amazing yeah I'm so excited. This is... I'm it's excited. giving me life. Woo! And motivation. Oh, for sure. We need a vacation. <laughs> Girl, tell me. I mean, I know I've gone on ones, but like... Yeah, but like... I need like a real... I'm also excited to go on a vacation with you because we haven't done one in a long time. Like, we've done, we have done—we went to Palm Springs a long time ago. Oh, my God. Should
1: we resurrect the Palm Springs drunk oh my God. videos for Can selfie show? Can you please... Show?
2: We need to get rosé, your frozen there.
1: Like, literally... No. All of our friends... <laughs> Side note: We're just going on a real tangent. It's a here. Here's a good throwback story of here Victoria and I.
2: Um,
1: all of our fr- so we were day drinking. My frosé. my frosé is deadly. Maybe one day that'll be my tip of the week is my frosé recipe. Oh but, for sure. Um, so everyone got just shmammered. Shammered
2: during it was the day. Hot mess.
1: Day drinking. Tori and I ate, and then we were, like, rally. <laughs> like, we were ready to go out that night, and no one wanted to go with us. And then we were, yeah. like, torturing Like, one of our friends, we kept running and, like, jumping on her bed and, like, bugging her to come out, and she, like, wouldn't. Yeah. Like, finally, we got one of our friends who was pregnant to yeah, at least drop us off at the bars. Yeah. And then she picked us up, or did we do Uber? No, we,
2: I think we Ubered Because we
1: got Del Taco. Yeah. How did we get Del Taco? Maybe – No, they got Del Taco. I don't know. There was Del Taco. Involved for sure. Involved. But then we had also, like, Tori and I had made that a really cute little girls weekend. So we had gotten cupcakes and had decorated the house super cute. So we get back. And we had gone out and we were like wasted. Actually, you should see the one picture we took that night of us at the bar. We had someone else take it and we we're like, oh my God, we look so cute. And then we look at the picture the next The next day and we we're like, what is going on? There was nothing cute about that
2: picture. It was we the most iconic so moment in a bar. Just, just like, you know, when you think you look like a million bucks and then you look like death warmed over just oh disgusting so then we get we back so and all our friends are sleeping and we come back at like two in the morning and we woke up we woke up the whole friends. house
1: we're eating del taco yeah. we are eating cupcakes i'm like chocolate cupcake
2: <laughs> and like what like, was i saying there was something i was doing i don't You were like remember. in the background
1: of my video and i was like look at this flash chocolate okay <laughs> and then you're just like <laughs> smiling in the back and then our friend carly was like in the background of the video and i was like carly's a bitch, like, oh, a bitch. <laughs> carly's a bitch. and then she was just like looking at you like like what hate, is going on <laughs> i hate sam and tori so much
2: wasn't she pregnant at the time I, like, I we think had she a was. lot of
1: pregnant friends
2: she, yeah, don't we don't were know. just like we're the we worst. were those girls. We're living. We are living our best we lives. We were living such good lives. Those anyway, were simpler times. We are going to relive those moments. Yeah.
1: So if you want so, all of that <laughs> in Bali, sign up because. Tori and I are fun.
2: We're actually a really good time. We're a really good time. <laughs> usually, pay p- people who say that about themselves are not a good time. I promise you. But we have a good the videos time. to prove it. We do. <laughs> if we need to release that video to convince
1: you to go on a vacation. Should we post with us, it? We will. Should we post it on IG? Just <laughs> it's, really, okay.
2: it's iconic. Definitely iconic. And as always, you guys, you guys know if you leave a rate and review, we will be sending over a swag bag for you. Yes, free stickers, free goodies. We got new bad reels coming in. Yes, eventually. actually. Okay, wait. Can we talk? that really quick sorry we're going on lots of tangents today okay so we do have new badge reels coming in the long story short with this is sam and i are also sourcing a new badge person because the badge reel person that we were previously using is not in business anymore so we're using a new one you like that sometimes the long story short is the people from october november december will most likely i'll be sending them out in december they are coming you guys we just are a little back ordered with them but i I it's don't want to send you it's worth the wait and i don't want to send it. Like send you the swag bag without the badge reel because I feel like the badge reel is like the whole point, you know, or not whole point, but it's part of a large piece of it, right? I'm so, a sticker girl. I know you love the stickers. Yeah. Um, but anyway, long story short, they are gonna go out. We love you. It's gonna be worth the wait, I promise. And we love you. Thank you for so all your. So, if reviews. you want to get in
1: on that, though, make sure you leave a review with your yes. Instagram handle in the review so we can hunt you down, get your address, and send that out to you.
2: Fabulous. So and make you. sure you're following us on our Instas. That's at Nurse
1: Tori and at Hey Samantha with two A's. And stay tuned. We got a lot of fun bonus episodes yeah these we days. do
2: Spicy. Oh. get ready bye bye